You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. Hey, this is Justin Brown. I'm the co-founder of Motion and your host for this episode of Recorded Content. Recorded Content is brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. A podcast helps your marketing strategy. It builds out pieces of micro-content from a pillar piece that is your podcast episode. But a podcast can be a lot more than just the content piece. It helps you learn about your space in a way that other mediums really just won't. Get to hold a conversation with colleagues or peers in an open forum for 30 to 60 minutes. I've heard of podcasts being used to ramp up SDRs or new team members. I've heard of podcast hosts saying how it's changed their life and their perspective on their industry. In today's episode, I'm going to bring in quotes from some previous episodes on how CMOs and heads of marketing are using their podcasts to educate themselves and their teams on real-time action going on in their industry. And I'll pull in some examples from these other marketing podcasters to help paint a picture of how they're doing it. I've learned so much about podcasting from podcasting. I've spoken to some of the brightest podcasters in the world and learned about my industry. And that really isn't unique. So many marketers have used their podcasts as a way of keeping their pulse on their industry. Here's Jen Kern, the CMO at Q who ran a weekly podcast during the pandemic. In this snippet, she's going to talk about how podcasting was her window into the ever-changing landscape of restaurant marketing at a time where her industry was literally changing by the hour. And so my experience has been, you know, what have I gotten out of it? I mean, it was my lifeline in the pandemic. Podcasting was literally my lifeline, professionally and personally. And I could, you know, unpack that and talk about it all day long, but I think to keep it short, it became the only really strategy at a time when it was really frowned upon to be doing outbound sales and marketing. It wasn't the right thing to do early days of the pandemic. I mean, it just wasn't like any marketer with a conscience knows that (laughs) we were not going to be selling, right? And particularly in the industry that I'm currently in, which is restaurants, Our company builds restaurant software for large restaurants. And we are now very well positioned coming out of it. But at the time, you did not want to be calling up a restaurateur and saying, hey, so what about your technology? How's it working for you? (laughs) You know, no. So podcasting became like a very soft way and a very genuine and authentic and just lovely way for me to be able to reach out to the people that not only are sure in our target audience, but also just to say, how are you doing? Come talk. Let's let's talk. Let's get on air. Let's talk about what's going on at this really difficult time in your business. And oh, at a time when marketing could never be more important for them because in-store in was shut down. This was Jen's way of talking to her target audience and her ICP. She was able to speak to them, hear them, and most importantly, learn from them from her podcast. It can actually be crazy. Sometimes you don't realize how much you're learning, and sometimes it (laughs) hits you like a ton of bricks. Let's take 
Josh Dittar as an example. Josh is the VP of sales and marketing at Typhoon, which is a company that sells in the banking industry and even more specifically, the credit union space. Josh doesn't have a background in banking, and even though he's a rock star salesperson turned revenue leader, he's using every moment as a podcast host to soak up more information from his space. Let's hear from Josh. Oh, it's crazy. I, you know, what's funny is um, my wife can tell if I have done a podcast because I come out of my office and I'm both wired and exhausted all at the exact same time. <laughs> I'm so hyped up from the energy of this really cool long form conversation where we get an opportunity to dive, you know, really deep into topics and my brain's absolutely fried because I've been trying to digest and absorb it. I've had to expand the size of the whiteboard next to my desk so that I can furiously take notes throughout. Yeah, it's really incredible just how much information you can you can suck in as a, a host of a podcast through the course of, you know, 30 to 60 minutes. And I agree. In 30 to 60 minutes, I learn more during podcasts than probably anything else that I do as a professional. It's like getting coffee or a beer with someone in your industry, but the focus is on learning instead of relaxing. Is this pseudo forced education that is fun and at the same time, it can be intense. I literally get done with podcasting and I'm more exhausted from executing the podcast than I might be after a workout. But in that good, like, runner's high sort of way. And finally, you don't only get to learn from industry best, but you also get to learn from the people that you've either looked up to or just proactively want to learn from. On our podcast, I've gotten to speak with Christopher Lockhead, the OG of category creation and niche master. I've had a one-on-one with Gary Vee, the pillar content guru, and a bunch of other people in between who I got to ask questions to about whatever it was that I wanted to learn about in a private turned public setting. So let's look at Christina Brady, who runs the Taking the Lead podcast, a podcast where she interviews female revenue leaders in a show that's intended for the entirety of the B2B revenue community. Christina's had the ability to bring on role models and women she's looked up to for years and take a step back to learn more from them and about them. Let's hear Christina. It's been wild, <laughs> like it's been buckle up. I mean, even recording that with, you know, there, there's a lot of women that were at Glassdoor that I really looked up to during my time there who helped to kind of shape me into who I am and how I view things. I would not be in a position to do the job that I do without the mentorship and sponsorship of women like Stephanie Jenkins or like Kate Allering, who is the one that you mentioned in that episode. Um, these women saw me and let me in the room. They let me sit at the table. Um, even when in most companies they would say, well, this meeting has nothing to do with you. You don't need to be in here. When I would say, hey, I really want to be in that meeting. I know it has nothing to do with me, but I really want to learn what's going on in that meeting. Yeah. Well, because I sat in that meeting, now I'm able to say, actually, I know about that. I've done that. I built that. I sort of inserted myself. And there was an opportunity for me multiple times, even at my past job, where most people would say, you don't really need to be in this room. And then by being in the room and speaking up, suddenly I got involved in that project that had nothing to do with what I was doing. And now I have that expertise. So going from being somebody who is learning and looking up to these women who, again, I keep saying the word iconic, but like they were iconic to me 
to think of myself as a peer, it's really difficult. It's like when you uh, when you see one of your grade school teachers on the street, you're like, Miss Smith. And she's yeah. like, you can you can <laughs> call me Jamie now. Like, we're adults. And I was like, no, no, no. No way. You're my teacher. I can't call you that. And like, don't worry. I've been good. Right. It's that yeah. thought where it's like, to me, the people who are your icons that you look up to always are. Mm-hmm. So instead, for me, it's how can I be that for somebody else? So when creating a podcast for your company, it's important to remember that it's so much more than just the content. The education that you get can be equal or greater as a component, even if you can't necessarily show that education like you can with a video or image or piece of audio. That's all I have for today. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Recorded Content. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content. 